Welcome back, everyone, to the Risk Intel podcast, powered by SRA, where we share risk intelligence with experts across the banking industry. I'm your host, Ed Vincent, Executive Vice President at SRA. Welcome to today's episode of the Risk Intel podcast. With me today is Karen Kleckner from Blackhawk Bank. Welcome, Karen. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Karen, uh, you're joining us today um, at an interesting time in, in, uh, in your journey, having spent 20 plus years uh, at the FDIC as a, a, a bank risk examiner, right, where you had exposure to capital and earning sensitivity and a variety of topics there. Uh, and then Blackhawk Bank um, um, you know, realized that they really wanted to build and implement a risk management program. And you were you know, the right person for the job. So right four years ago, you, you came into Blackhawk, which at the time was under a billion dollars uh, in assets. Uh, and you saw you know, Blackhawk through that growth period to now $1.3 billion in assets and, um, and an M&A transaction. So some really interesting experiences there over that journey. Along the way, you, uh, you had an opportunity to, I'll say, work in a, a greenfield situation where you got to build and then implement a risk management program, really, really from the ground up. So we're excited today to hear a little bit about that journey, hear a bit about what it what it took to to enact a risk management program there, um, what that interaction with the risk committee and the board and the management team was like. Um, and then also perhaps a little bit about kind of your your regulatory experience and, and maybe the current regulatory environment. So uh, a lot to cover. So let, let, let's jump right in. Um, Let's rewind then back to you know 2019 when when you, you joined Blackhawk uh, and you walked in the door there. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about you know how you got started? Right, what was what were the what were the first steps in the process for you as you evaluated the landscape and and really charted a path and and what were the first steps you took in in establishing an an, an ERM program at that point? Sure. So yeah, so I was building a whole new department based basically from ground up, um, starting from scratch. So with my examination and risk management background, um, I had an idea and I had seen some, seen some, what some other banks might be doing, but, you know, I knew that there were key risk indicators that could be used. And I had an idea of what risks I wanted to define and outline in my program that I was going to start with basically from a manual program and kind of build a template based on the seven risks um, that Watchtower uses. Um, but uh, like they were the same seven risks that, again, aligned with my thought process of what ERM in a bank should look like. And then just taking the approach of what are some key ratios Um that will help um that can be used to help define what the risk at risk is under those particular risk areas i also knew that you got probably got to start with the risk assessments um you know so wanted right. to build like a binder or get get all of those risk assessments in order to see where the bank was in assessing their risk in the different areas and where those risk assessments might fit under each of the risk categories. So, um, so yeah, I built a, a plat, a, like a manual kind of template platform to start the journey of the ERM program. And, um, decide, and also, had risk appetites, like sat down with the CEO and kind of 
through some risk appetites, like, you know, what do you think, where do you think you are? And so, so I had some, um, ideas of what are risk appetites and made those risk appetite statements and included those in the manual template and program that I built. Um, and then obviously getting a risk committee started, who should be on that risk committee. Um, and once that was kind of established, knowing that it was subjective much in nature, I really felt like it was time to move to a solution that would better like more more objectively and quantify our risk in those categories and help me think think beyond like the metrics that I had included in my manual program and see if they had a scope of other metrics that could be used or a library of other metrics that could be used. Um, and I found just through the research of, I, I researched three different solutions and um, Watchtower aligned most closely and almost ideally with what I believed the risks, the seven risks that should be used along with the metrics that should be used under the category. And it quantified things like on a five scale versus a three scale rating process um, and um, just was was user friendly as well. And I understood like how it was going to work. Um, but they also part you also partnered with me along with the implementation of it and just just didn't like drop it and here you go. That was something that was really important to me that I was gonna have um, help with that overwhelming task to get it implemented. That's quite a journey. Um, and right, you know, as, as you took us through that, right, the first thing that stood out to me is that you don't need to jump into a solution on day one, right? On day one, right? You 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 took a you know view of the lay of the land, consolidated the pieces that existed, right? The risk assessments that right you said you put into a binder, right? Um, you've got something as a starting point, um, but then right your your next iteration was to augment that with some manual collection of information, just you know giving 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 you that as a starting point, um, and then from there, right? moving on to the you know objective solution you know software platform um when you went through that process can you talk a little bit about um what the you know what it were there any tips or tricks to get the organization to to, to buy in because it seems like this was probably brand new to to many of them yeah, I think what's key to having a successful enterprise risk management program is first that your senior leadership has to be on board with it and they have to embrace it. Um, I did have that support. Um, the The president um, it, he wanted he wanted to get this going. It had been tried before and it never ever never got off the ground. Basically. And so to first of all, I think you have to have the support of the top. Um, I also, even before I started working on like my manual kind of program, I had several sessions with the, the people that were going to be part of the risk committee to educate mm -hmm. them on what enterprise risk management is. Um, because I don't think that people understand what it all is. It's a term that I think may be used kind of loosely or 
in general terms, but when you get down to it, they don't really understand what it's all about. And not only is it just measuring key risk indicators and your risk, um, people, people, part of it is breaking down the barrier, breaking down the silos that exist in an organization. Mm -hmm. So we're all willing to share and we all know like what's going on in the different areas. And that if there's say um, a need in one area that another area can help with, that those are all discussed and collaborated about at risk meetings. So I did have several sessions um, just educating the people that were going to be involved in this process, you know, what enterprise risk was going to be or what it is about. That's great. Well, I think that, right, the, right, getting support from the top with senior leadership, educating that risk committee, breaking down the silos, right? Those are all, I'm going to say non-technical activities, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Um, though That requires, right, relationship building, the blocking and tapping and going in and having those conversations. I know our friends at the Risk Management Association um, have a lot of content and programs around around the on the education front to help you know, educate risk committees, for example. Um, uh, and it sounds like you did quite a bit of that bit, bit of that work there there, there yourself. Um, once you got to then that 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 next chapter where you you said, all right, we're we're going to create some of these, you know collect some data, create some KRIs, get a system in place. Um, how was that received with that that risk committee and, and, and at the board level and the management level, right? You're at the point now, fast forward a little bit, you've got, you've, you've configured your, identified your KRIs, configured your systems. Um, how, how were things received once, once folks actually got visibility into the data? Yeah. So, a lot of the questions I would get from like my kind of manual program that I get was, um, you know, it, it was subjective. So, and how I, how I determined overall, like what the risk was. So I was excited. And I think management was uh, senior leadership was excited about having a software solution that was going to better quantify our risk to help validate what we let were, what we believed, you know, our risk was. So everybody, so he was definitely on board with moving to a software solution. And a lot of things are very automatic. I think Blackhawk is a progressive organization that wanted, um, that wanted, you know, efficiencies and wanted software solutions where it made sense to have those. So I definitely got the support of that. And then I think, um, um, once people saw like all of the other capabilities and all of the other reports and information that were generated from using Watchtower ERM, um, I think they were pretty impressed with all of the data that it was showing and um, helped validate what we felt our risks were. Um, and better helps you identify like where we may need some growth or work or um, right. so. So like everybody- that roadmap, that risk improvement plan, right? It's not all about you don't need to be at that destination today, but to have a plan on how to get there is is, is reassuring, right? Because you can share that with the, the, the board, the risk committee, uh, and ultimately, uh, probably even with regulators was with it, were any of these materials ever used in, in interaction with the regulators themselves? You know, 
they never really asked for it. I, I provided it just out. It wasn't really part of their request, but you know, I definitely provided it. Um, and I didn't get a, I didn't get a whole lot of information feedback uh, from it, but I mean, I think they thought that it was, you know, it was pretty robust, pretty good. Right. Um, one of the things that was, I think struck me about your journey there at Blackhawk, right. Was that you enacted an enterprise risk management system and program. Um, and then more recently, um, you went through the risk maturity framework self-assessment, really evaluating the maturity of, of the risk program. Um, when you went through that diagnostic, um, were there any observations that that uh, came out of that process that were eye-opening or surprising or or made you made you think, oh wow, right, I'm going to do something different as a, as a result of having gone through that assessment? Through the risk maturity framework assessment. Yeah. Uh, so let me just say, so I think it was helpful first that we had implemented the the ERM program because then I understood like that the risk maturity framework was going to work similar to what we had implemented on the ERM side. Um, so having having that helped me understand how the risk maturity framework was probably going to quantify our roadmap per se, or our, where we were in the progress of risk. So um, let's see when I, when I, when I did that, um, cause I still was fairly new to the organization. I definitely made sure that I sat down with the president to say, and go through several of the questions of where do you think that we're at, you know? And so that's how I started. And I broke it down into segments because it's overwhelming to try to do that in one session. So, but what, once we got through that process and we did that like in three sessions, um, just sitting down and going through the questions and marking them. And then um, I would bring back like, here's where we are, you know, do, do you agree with like, that's where we are in the maturity process or, you know, the maturity frame of where we're at in our risk program. I think it helped validate that where we were and that we were probably ahead of where most organizations were given our similar size and peers when you compare to total asset size. Mm -hmm. um, and then it helped also develop a roadmap of what, where do we need to focus our progress on, say, in the next year. And because we were going through that fiducia type process, like a lot of our focus was on like the, the fiducia kinds of, of, of um, emphasis and questions um, that came about like an, under the internal audit kind of of questions that were asked. But um, we did see, I only did the risk maturity framework like on an annual basis, yeah. but I could we could see the growth and the progress that we made uh, between years. Again, a lot of it in the fiducia process that we were going through. I'm going to ask you one final question here, 
um, about lessons learned because I think you actually you shared a couple you shared a couple along the way. But if you go back and look at this, you know, th this four year journey at, at Blackhawk Bank, right, having you know, built that ERM program and built a risk management program really from the ground up. Um, anything you would do differently in the, uh, the the next time you go through this journey? I would not from like a watchtower like that perspective per se, but I think for myself, like you have feelings of overwhelmness um, and just know that you have to break it down into small steps. But I also think, and I had to do this with, I had to implement this through COVID. So this was also a rather unique place because a lot of, we were remote. We were remote. We were allowed to work remote. And so I didn't have any in-person meetings or very few in-person meetings with sitting down with like a department manager and saying, what reports do you have that might show me some data or, you know, ratios or whatever that may help me or that, that I might be able to use in my risk, in my enterprise risk management program. I didn't do that very aggressively. Um, I think there, I had a, I should say, I think sometimes when you, I have the feeling that like, because I was an examiner, I think people thought that I would have the answer to everything. And that's not the case. Um, and that I knew exactly how everything should be, would be all that. And so um, I myself, I think would I would have to be more forthright in and asking for and having those one-on-one -on -one meetings or virtual Zoom meetings with help me help me understand your department better and what reports you might have so I can use some of that data in the risk management programs and get some of their input on what they feel would be best used. Right. So it's it's, it's not something you can uh, embark upon alone. Right, you really do need to build those relationships and and right the the spokes out to the organization. Right, you might be at the center of the wheel there, but that information has got to come in from the from the stakeholders throughout the organization in order to have a really truly informed view into risk across the enterprise. Yeah, and I think you have to you have to approach it with some sensitivity, knowing yeah. that. Um like you're you're there to help the whole organization and to not identify weaknesses in specific departments and i think there's some of that resistance that goes on when you're first starting something and people aren't very don't have a background or aren't as knowledgeable about what enterprise risk management really is and what the ultimate goal is of it when you implement it so what? some uh, easing some of those fears or some of those resistant personalities in the organization. Yeah. Yeah. Well, time well, well spent up front in order to get the downstream benefit that once you build a level of trust and the culture of risk within the organization. And that's what I, yeah. And that's what I tried to do by having some of those. I had, I had some before I even started doing risk management or doing implemented from the software solution, just yeah. having some meetings, educating those people that were going to be involved about what risk management means and what, what enterprise risk management 
is. So I did a lot of research on, you know, what, what it means, what it is, and try to relay that to the people that were going to be involved. Karen, this has been fantastic. We covered a lot of ground, a lot of great content here, right? Um, I've got pages of notes here from, right? Yeah, you know, your your lessons learned and your experience there of, you know, get, making sure there's support at the top at the starting point, right? Educating the organization, whether it's the risk committee or breaking down silos through the organization, um, you know, using that you know ERM system to to build the roadmap and um, and and then use the you know that risk maturity framework to build that annual plan that you update going forward and you can you know then share that with with the various stakeholders um, breaking it down into smaller steps not trying to bite it off all at once uh, and um, and then I think that right your your capstone point there of approaching with sensitivity right this is this is ultimately designed to benefit the organization. Um, and so helping to to educate, right, and inform the organization as to why this is valuable ultimately leads to a successful outcome, which is which is uh, I think what ended up happening here with Blackhawk Bank uh in in your uh, in your recent merger news. So Karen, thank you very much for being with us today. It was great to have you. Really appreciate the thoughts and the insights and looking forward to uh hearing about the next chapter. Thank you for having me. Appreciate being able to share my knowledge with you. So thank you very much. Thanks. For more information on SRA, please visit srarisk.com. Watch or listen to our weekly Risk Intel podcast series or follow us on LinkedIn to learn more.